Welcome to Positive Reaction Podcast. My name is Danielle C. Aguilar, better known as Dr. D. My name is Dr. Edwin Serrano, better known as Dr. Pepper, and we are not your average physical therapist, and we will get you ready to react at any given moment. We are here to question healthcare to help you make the best decision to get back to your active lifestyle. All right, everybody. Dr. D and Dr. Serrano here once again. Thanks for listening. If Thank you so much. We're what? An episode. I don't even know anymore. 18. 18. You don't even. I have to tell you. If you can withstand our voices for this long, you're, you're stuck with you're us. You're a keeper. Yeah, stay with. Thank you. Yeah, you are a keeper. We really um, appreciate it. I mean, we clearly can stand each other. Mm, Somewhat. Yeah. Not all the time. It's, she actually okay. annoys me. Yeah, she does, you know, I was about to say she does too. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god all right so i'm, I'm gonna do it i'm gonna start and you're gonna have to answer the question okay all right cool Go for it. Um, <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> so we were talking about last episode or we mentioned it and maybe we didn't but the warm-up right mm-hmm. like should we do it dynamically or meaning like move around mm-hmm. or should we do it statically where we just sit in one position for, for a prolonged like period of time two minutes and yeah yeah so <laughs> you're already letting everyone know how you feel about it but would you let's just start with this what do you prefer do you prefer dynamic or static so warming up everything that's from what i know up to date is saying that 2012 you know, doesn't count 2012. i'm just kidding 20 2000 1999 no it's roughly um if you're gonna do a movement or you're going to participate in activity you want to move dynamically without like i mean you want to replicate the movement without load so let's say that you're going to go for a run um Mm. so everything that i do with my runners is first of all none of my runners ever warm up they just like walk out the door and just like (laughs) just run i'm out (laughs) my warm-up get away from my kids yeah Yeah, that's fair yeah my warm-up was me opening the door exactly yeah and so, you know, for example, a warm up for a runner, you know, we have them do high knees, uh, butt kicks. Uh, we call them gate openers where you like do a high knee, open up, come back. You know, you, mm-hmm. you do stuff like that. And right. it should only take like five to 10 minutes. It shouldn't be a very long warm up. Uh, for like the Olympic weightlifters, their warm up is typically like their rehab exercises, mm-hmm. right? Like if we're trying to. If they're having trouble with shoulder pain, like what's going to activate their shoulder, get it primed for the movement. Um, if you're going to go ahead and go into an overhead snatch where you're going to probably warm up in an overhead position. Right. Right. But right. it's not so much of like a long static hold. Mm-hmm. Um, it's more of like, let's move and pulse or. Okay. Yeah, move and pulse is good. Moving pulse, whatever it is that you're doing, but you're trying to replicate the same movement that you're about to do. Mm-hmm. Right. So it gets the joints and the muscles primed for that movement. Um, I was reading an article recently, I can't remember what it is, um, <laughs> but it talked about how you, if you actually static stretch, which means let's say you do a hamstring stretch for a long time mm-hmm. and you reach forward and you're there and you're hanging out for like two minutes, the mm-hmm. likelihood of you probably pulling your hamstring is a lot higher at that point because mm-hmm. you're trying to stretch out a muscle that hasn't been primed or warmed up properly and you could possibly pull it. So ever since I've done some of that research or reading into that, uh, it says, you know, more dynamic first, do your activity, and then you can incorporate static. Do you agree, disagree, hate me, love me? 
Whatever more of the hate, but no, I'm kidding. I don't hate you. Hate such a strong word. I know you hate someone. <laughs> you. <laughs> Anyways, um, I would have to agree with it. I think dynamic stretching has a bigger place mm-hmm. for a lot of the athletic population or for someone trying to just go from being sedentary to, you know, getting into the, the more active lifestyle. So yes, I'm going to say I do agree with the more dynamic approach. Mm-hmm. There is a time and place for static. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's something that I don't want to completely kick out the door, so mm-hmm. to speak. Uh, but a lot of research and, and you know, I'm, I'm looking at a couple articles here and they're dated back like in 2015. And a lot of it is really leaning towards moving more moving that's moving that moving with the movement or going with the movement that is more favorable to the to the actual activity you're doing right so you're just saying what i just said exactly but i'm supporting (laughs) it right you know this article is specific to the upper body right and we we talk towards uh, upper body athletes or overhead athletes i.e baseball players softball Mm -hmm. players i mean you can even include olympic lifters yeah you know, you want to prime the muscles that are going to be utilized in that specific movement. Now, mm-hmm. if you're talking about Olympic lifting, you're utilizing your entire body. Oh, yeah. Right? And, and, and the same goes for overhead athletes such as um, baseball players, pitchers yeah. in particular. You are going to target the shoulder in a dynamic fashion. Yeah. You know, you want to make sure that you're priming the torso, the total shoulder yeah. shoulder girdle. That's a mouthful. Um, and, and you're incorporating things that in, in, that have some resistance to it. Yeah. Low load, high volume, getting blood ultimately to, to the, the area, area is ideal. Mm-hmm. Now, if we transition to the more static side of things, yeah. if you're trying to essentially obtain more range of motion and truly do that, mm-hmm. you're not going to statically stretch for, like you mentioned, a two-minute time frame and do it for one day and then maybe revisit that two days two later. Days later yeah. That's not that's not going to cut it. Uh, you know, what I've read in the past. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you want to be very, you use the word increment. The word that comes to mind for me is consistency, yeah. right? You want to make sure that you are addressing that at least five to ultimately six days out of the week. Yeah. And you're looking at a dedicated 30, you know, 10 minute time frame, mm-hmm. but of a true stretch and dedicated to a specific movement, right? Mm-hmm. So let's say you're trying to increase your split. Mm-hmm. I, I have not tried that, but mm-hmm. being introduced or working a lot now, working a lot more with gymnasts, yeah. you know, they are truly dedicating their time to, to that and the, doing yeah. it for 10 minutes at a time. And we're, I'm talking, they're holding that for yeah. about a five minute increment, yeah. right? And that's allowing the muscles, the joint to actually start adapting. Yeah. And you know, what I haven't come across and, and I know that I've, I've heard this in, in, in conversation, kind of mm-hmm. like you and I, um, that y- your body, that Golgi tendon, if we get down yeah, to a physiological Golgi level, reflex and- it will start adapting after 120 seconds. Yeah. Okay. So now it's a two minute. That's where we get the whole. That's two exactly. Frame. That's where we get the two minute time frame from. Mm-hmm. But in, in articles, it, it kind of addresses it in more of a, of a second time frame. Yeah. So in the end, yes, two minutes. Two minutes plus. Is there still benefit? I'm gonna so lean we, more towards yes, but I haven't. There's no real like proof out there. Yeah, and it doesn't, and it's only two minutes incrementally. Like you could break it down to four times thirty seconds. Yeah, it could be yeah. three times forty-five seconds. Whatever, as long as it's about two minutes or over. That's really what you're talking about. It doesn't have to be a whole hold for two minutes. Mm-hmm. It does not have to be. You mm. want to get up to accumulate is yeah. You know, accumulate the two minutes. Uh-huh. You have some that are more aggressive with the stretch, right? <clears throat> that will sit in it for two plus minutes. Uh, I have barely touched a three minute stretch yeah. recently. I'm trying to really work on my hip mobility, so I find myself sitting in that stretch longer, and I've seen some improvements. So, mm-hmm. from an anecdotal standpoint. 
you know, I'm seeing some improvement and I've been consistent. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's kind of why I really wanted to dive into, you know, a static versus dynamic because the controversy is there. Where yeah. do you see more injury um, when you're using static versus dynamic? Mm-hmm. I don't think static is good pregame. No, it's definitely not good. You know I, what I'm saying? I think I've, I've been a victim of it and I've seen it where I'm like doing a static and then I, I go play basketball and then I go pull my hamstring. Yeah, it just kind of makes sense. And then when I'm sense. over there just like, Working on air squats. All right, so you're doing inchworms. Like, <laughs> that's like, what you know me that's, for. I mean, it, it warms, it primes me better for basketball. Yeah. Like, for example, yesterday we're playing, we're going to play basketball. Mm-hmm. And how did we warm up? Oh my gosh, you were sweating. <laughs> yeah, we're just like, did, we played a game, a shooting Ultimately, drill game. Yeah. yeah, like we played a shooting drill game. Uh, it was in contact. It was just like, who can make the most threes, mm-hmm, the mm-hmm, fastest. Mm-hmm. I actually um, thought it was a great idea. <clears throat> and, and we actually won our both games because yeah, we warmed up properly. That's true. Right? And all we did was replicate. That what we were going to do mm-hmm. uh, rather mm-hmm. than doing inchworms on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Listen, it warms me <laughs> up. But yeah, you know, it's you, you're you're shedding light on the obvious yeah. and that's kind of what we're here to do to begin with. Like mm-hmm. people may think if I just sit here and stretch and at least feel better, yeah. you know, it'll help, but it's not it, it's not the that's not the end all be all. You, yeah. you need to move. I mean, let's just look at the professional level. Yeah. Watch how these professional athletes warm up. They're constantly moving. moving. Yeah, they if got they got the bands them, and they're like open yeah, up their hips. They're using going. low load, high volume, mm-hmm. right? Those are things that help get ultimately blood flow there. Mm-hmm. You're warming the body up. Yeah. And so those are, you know, those are things that you want to keep into consideration. Don't shy away from static stretching, right? Mm-hmm. Hear us for that. But if we're gonna go into an activity like you mentioned, running, prime yourself for yeah. that. Right? Mm-hmm. So so I and I think and I and I see more of a static stretch benefit at the end of the activity yeah because yeah. because at that point you're warmed up mm-hmm, you're mm-hmm, done mm-hmm. you're like all right now let me hang out get a little bit of a hamstring stretch get a little bit of a quad stretch whatever it is that you're going to do but at that point too your muscle is more than likely fatigued as well so it's not going to like fight you back on it mm-hmm. as much so then you can kind of have that carryover effect of like hey i can move more i can do more um and then that can carry over day over day if you day on day Mm-hmm. if you keep on doing that yeah yeah i think that's a really good point or you know it, it just kind of echoes the overall the, the you know the not that i was gonna say the agreeance but the overarching theme that dynamic warm-up is is going to be mm-hmm. ultimately you know one of your better options yeah um but you can there's benefit in both realms yes for the right part. so i i feel like when you are gearing more towards the you know the 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 dynamic warm up. You know I'm going to speak from a personal standpoint. That's what I implement with my athletes, mm-hmm. and I and I know that you do also. We were just talking about that. Mm-hmm. It's it's I just overall when you're when you're getting ready to do a, a movement that requires heavier lifting. Yeah, you need to make sure that you are properly prepared. Yeah. And and if we were going to lean one way or the other, it's going to be dynamic stretching for me. For sure. You know yeah. that's just kind of where I'm at with it. Mm-hmm. Um. And and then you also have, like. Bringing that back to static stretching. With static stretching, you want to be careful because as much as you want, um, as much as you want to improve your mobility, then you can also be pushing your body too much, and you can actually irritate the nerves, which is something I consistently see. Okay. Right. We talked about it a little bit with the lacrosse ball and yeah. the foam roller, how you can irritate nerves. But if you're also stretching, the nerves aren't meant to stretch, but they meant they're meant to glide. So the nerves also have to acclimate that to that newfound mobility. So you're trying to statically stretch for a prolonged period of time, and let's say your back flares up or something flares up, it may be because you're 
affecting the neurodynamics in your lower body. That's a good point. Mm -hmm. You know, when you, when you think about nerve, if we're just speaking towards nerves, you know, when you think about tensioners, right, that's you, you, when you, you're, we recommend to do that if the, if that nerve, uh, impingement is pretty much on the up and up Mm -hmm. and it's that last little bit to kind of tweet, tease out mm-hmm. um the last little version or the last little part that's impinged yeah that's where we'll kind of implement a, a tensioner at least you know for me mm-hmm. so if, if we're trying to be aggressive with the static stretching up front you're right i mm-hmm. feel like that's going to be that might put us in a position to be more susceptible for injury which yeah. you know it, it it makes sense but if you think about like the the explosive athletes specific mm-hmm. to track yeah you, if you look and not even explosive athletes i, I take that back um Distance runners, they present more likely, or they, they commonly present with tight hamstrings because they don't get that full extension. Mm-hmm. They have a very quick uh, cadence, yeah. or uh, not even so much quick, but they're shortened. Yeah. And, and so their hamstrings are, I'm going to say, relatively tight. Yeah. So when they're getting a stretch, they might feel like that nerve tensioner is happening. So again, it speaks to gearing more towards the dynamic component of it and maybe sprinkling in, like you mentioned at the end of their session, excuse me, at their end of their training, um, more of that static, right. To help tease out that tightness that they may be presenting with because Mm -hmm. they're not getting that, that deep stretch that they need. Yeah. So it's just kind of speaking to that population and how they can benefit from it. Also. And just because it feels tight, it doesn't mean that you need to stretch it. That's a good point. That's something that we can kind of get into next time. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, but when you bring that up, <clears throat> well, if we want to save it till next time, I think that might be a good idea because I was thinking of a few things too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. so that, I mean, yeah, I, I think that's a whole nother like can of worms. Like, If it feels tight, it does not mean you need to stretch it. Yeah, so we should probably talk about that next time because, you know, I have a lot of athletes that I work with and they're, Again, it feels tight, mm-hmm. so they're just stretching the hell out of something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. And, and, and like that may not be it, and that may not be what you need. So I, I, think, I see where you're going with it. Mm-hmm, I think we should talk about it this next time. This is good. I think we. I'll type it. Yeah, I'll write it. Type I'll write it down. Write me. it down. <laughs> so um, again, thanks for listening. Yeah, I think so. Dynamic over static, but static after you train. Yeah, I incorporate both of them. I think it's a good idea. I like the way Edwin put it. So you know, make sure you're addressing both, just like you put it. Thank you, guys. For listening. Take it easy. Have a good one. Drop a comment. Drop a a comment. comment. Anything else you want us to talk about? There you go. Let us know so we don't talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) We'll, We'll think about it. You guys have a good one. Bye. Remember, this is Positive Reaction Podcast. This is Dr. D. And Dr. Serrano. Where Where you you come come first. first.